0: This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 180. The number one challenge we hear from emerging and evolving healthcare leaders across North America is they struggle with achieving balance between their professional and personal lives during these challenging times. If you are like many of them, you're not spending time with your family, friends, or significant others, you're not fully present when you are with others, and your health is at risk or declining. That's why we are sharing this Encore episode of Polarity Intelligence from the True Leader Series, so you can use this knowledge as you begin the new year to leverage the numerous tensions acting on you every day and begin to experience the joy of a dynamically balanced personal and professional life.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. It is your co-hosts, Michelle.
0: And Tracy. Yes, we're across the country from each other today. Yeah, you'll notice I'm not in the podcast studio. I'm in uh, my in-laws' home, actually in California, where I'll be for the winter. Yes, lucky her. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't have a good backdrop for you. Sorry, I'll work (laughs) on (laughs) it. Next time, I'll have something better (laughs) behind me. (laughs) But I know you're looking at me and Michelle, you're not looking at what's behind me, right? Absolutely. 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 Well,
1: Well, we are excited to be back for another episode. And this is um, another Thriving, Resilient, Unstoppable, or True Healthcare Leader series. And we decided to do a series just so you to know what we're up to in our world of working with healthcare leaders every week. And um, so we're halfway through and sharing the elements of our, each of our pillars of the dynamic balance effect framework. And uh, what we've been learning uh, really over the last 24 months has been amazing, looking at what's happening in healthcare and um, what's happening in the lives of leaders everywhere. And uh, so we, um, are covering the pillar number 1 mindful choices we did that last week that was episode 143 where we really focused in on making mindful choices what we've learned personally around making mindful choices and what we're learning from others related to that and today we're going to zero in on
0: our second pillar polarity intelligence Yeah. So this is number two in the three-part series. Mm -hmm. And uh, this pillar really is about applying the missing logic to those tensions that are all around you in your life and that you deal with every single day. And uh, we're going to talk about kind of the numerous tensions that act on you. We're going to identify them and kind of how to leverage them and why that's essential uh, for dynamic balance in your life as a healthcare leader. And then um, we're going to talk about how polarity intelligence supports resilience. Ooh! Doesn't everybody want to know that? <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, everyone wants us to put it in a bottle so they can drink it. Well, we're br- exactly. we're bringing it to you through uh, the dynamic balance effect framework. <laughs> well, we can have some polarity intelligence Kool Aid. <laughs> there <suppose>. you go. <laughs> there you go. And you know why is this so important right now? You know, it's just healthcare leaders today are unquestionably they're just they've never gone through this before. We hear that every single day never and, and we've talked to leaders that have been leaders from 5 years to 40 years and people are just experiencing some demands now that they haven't and you know it's it's really a number one challenge is is being balanced and being able to manage these tensions that Tracy uh talk about and I don't I don't know about you Tracy but every morning when I get up and I look at my news feed It's unbelievable the amount of data that's coming out right now of the impact that the pandemic is having, not only in the front line, but on leaders as well. And what they're they're finding is it's just they're not having joy in their work anymore, and they're not spending enough time with family. We hear that a lot. They're being stretched more and more, Mm -hmm. and it's exceedingly more difficult to be present um, we heard that today, working with a group of leaders, that, that I have to be present, and it's so challenging to be present when I have so many demands on me, and mm. um, just that lack of focus and attention, um, because they're bombarded by so many demands as well, and mm. we know that relationships are strained as a result of that, and that could be anything from co-workers, direct reports um, to family members to even significantly relationships with friends are being impacted because of the distancing. So we're hearing that as well. And um, just feeling like I'm going to fail. It's it's getting harder Uh and harder to have that sense of i'm I'm doing good, I'm accomplishing things as a leader, but this sense of failure over time is starting to really come upon uh leaders and and then lastly, just the whole impact it's had on leaders' health
0: Oh yeah, that's significant yeah yeah, both mental and physical, right? Yes, both yeah, yeah, so yeah, all that feels a little heavy, doesn't, doesn't it doesn't it? It's like, oh my gosh, like you know, I really feel, um, for them. And, and as Michelle said, we're hearing this over and over and over. So not a couple people, it's a lot of leaders. And, you know, I think, um, part of this too, is like, they feel like this tension and these challenges that the healthcare leaders are feeling themselves, they're problems to solve, right? I've got to release this tension. I've got to solve this challenge, this problem. And they kind of look at it through that problem lens. Cause that's the only lens they've ever known. That's right. right. Anything that's a challenge is a problem with some kind of solution on the other side of that, right? And if I just make the right choice, you know, an either or choice, then I'll be able to solve that. But healthcare leaders are really feeling that confliction. And I don't know if you picked up on that and what Michelle was sharing, but it's like that, like they're being stretched or pulled between, you know, two points of view or two values, things that they value um, you know, significantly, and they're feeling like they're pulled, especially between work and home, right? Mm-hmm. Between making a difference and being the best leader they can, and being the best they can at home, whatever that situation looks like for them, right? Being with the, their loved ones and their family, and um, and so they they have this confliction, so they feel like a conflicted person. Um, and then, and then, you know, if you are a conflicted healthcare leader in the middle of that tension, you can almost lose yourself right? Because you're so focused on the external, on everybody else and everything else that you kind of lose touch with you and what matters to you and what you need to do to serve yourself and care for yourself. So that that comes up as well when you're a conflicted healthcare leader. And in the heat of that tension, what happens then is if you treat it like a problem, you're going to end up actually doing what you're afraid you're going to do, which is fail. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, these are not problems. These are polarities that need to be leveraged and managed. And when you treat them like a problem, because they're predictable, we know that that's what's going to happen. You'll end up feeling like you're failing. So what you really want to do is just step back and realize these are unmanaged polarities that you're experiencing. And uh, so that's what we're talking about today. Why that's important, and
1: why that's important, <laughs> and why why we're so passionate about bringing this as a leadership competency that is part of our framework. It's it makes all the difference in the world. And one of the first steps of becoming polarity intelligent is being able to differentiate between a problem and a polarity. And um, as Tracy said, we're masters at problem solving. So I'm just going to do a little. Definition of both, and you'll be able to relate to them right away. You know, problems—they um, are solvable, and we want to take care of the pain points. We want to fix them, especially in these times of tension. Um, and it really dives into and relies on our either-or thinking. Well, I either have to do that or I have to do this to resolve this in that problem thinking mindset, and um, that the solutions are independent. I pick either either A or B, and. Some things are problems, so it's important for that to have that differentiation for that as well. However, a polarity is is ongoing, right? It has no, never going away. <laughs> no, it has no end point. It is not solvable, and it requires both and thinking on um, how you address them. And it's really and alternatives are interdependent and they need each other. So you're looking at two two values um, that are needed to go together. And we're going to walk through a little little bit about some of the top polarities for true leaders uh, to leverage and manage. But polarity intelligence is more than just knowing that. It goes deeper into really having excellent dialogue and communication skills, as well as healthy relationships. Um, because it's one thing to identify a polarity, but it's another thing to really be able to leverage and manage it with that skill set that adds to that competency as well. Um, And it serves you and it serves everyone around you when you have polarity intelligence.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, we talk about like dialogue with others, communication with others, relationship with others, but here's a newsflash. It's also (laughs) communication with yourself and relationship with yourself, because you can you can put yourself in that vice and feel that significant just based on what you say to yourself, how you talk to yourself, the thoughts that you have, the relationship you have with yourself, what you know about yourself is really important to managing these. And we start with with polarities that are specific to individuals because that's the best place to learn. Yeah. Right? <laughs> absolutely. It's the best place to learn. But polarity intelligence is is really essential. And here's a few reasons why we believe that. So one is it really helps to reveal our deeply held beliefs and values. So when you think about it, these polarities, these tensions are interdependent pairs of values. So those are the things that matter to us, right? Or points of view and perspectives. And those points of views and perspectives are based on our beliefs, right? The things that we've been indoctrinated to believe, the things that we hold dear. So those things are really critical. And when they're interdependent, you need both and you need to manage both, right? So understanding what our values are and our perspectives are, are really, really important, especially when we have a preference for one more than the other. And we'll talk a little bit about how that comes into play, right? (laughs) The other is it helps you to fail fast. So it speeds up transformation. So because when you understand how a polarity works, then you can pretty much identify, you know, what's going to happen. <laughs> and when you know what's going to happen, you can recognize it faster. So you can recognize when you're over on one pole to the neglect of the other or when your action steps aren't as effective and you can course correct quickly. So it helps you to not fail as deeply and to fail more quickly because you're seeing it more quickly and then course correcting and getting on the right path, right? So that's the transformation happens faster because of those elements is your course correcting, um, making changes to your action strategy so you can be more effective and get more positive outcomes. So it really does help you do that. And, and you can, kind of frame that up for yourself and how you're talking to yourself (laughs) and the beliefs that you have. Um, The other is it provides a common language and a competency. So Michelle already talked about how important it is to have a competency, almost like, like our problem solving competency Mm -hmm. as leaders, right? Michelle, like yeah, we can solve problems like no tomorrow. And that's what we want polarity intelligence to be a competency. That's just, you know, um, it's unconscious. You don't have to think about it. You just apply it as it's needed when it's appropriate. When you identify that polarity, and I think the other thing too is just um, that common language. So people are having an experience of these tensions, mm-hmm. and whether it's individually or collectively, but they don't know what to call it. They don't. They haven't been educated to understand what it is. And once they learn, they're like, "Oh my gosh! Now I know what it is that I've been experiencing." Right. And when you have that aha moment together collectively and you understand it, you understand how they work, then you uh, have that language to describe it, to leverage it, to manage it, to understand it. So that's why another reason polarity intelligence is really important. The other thing is it helps us to leverage conflict and it welcomes diversity, right? And Mm -hmm. differing perspectives. Because remember, polarities are points of view. perspectives and oftentimes they feel polarizing they feel like they're exact opposite right and oftentimes they are but when they're interdependent when those points of view or perspectives are interdependent they need each other so one's not more important than the other and they're both necessary and both important and when you can be with somebody in dialogue, in relationship and understand that their perspective is equally as important as yours, that opens us up to welcome the diversity of thought, to welcome, you know, just the differences amongst us and how we see things and we recognize there's value in all. So that really helps us a lot as well. It's another reason, critical reason, I think polarity intelligence is so important. Absolutely. It's a gift. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. And then the other gift is the ability to predict what's yes. going to happen. So this is your crystal ball, folks. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing I love the most about polarities. Right? Is once you kind of map it out, <laughs> and you can see what the positive outcomes are and the consequences um, of not balancing it, and you know what's going to happen, then you're you way ahead of the game because you you because you can predict it, you can take the actions to prevent it. And that's really important. And you can kind of put your early warning system in place to kind of help you very quickly course correct and not experience any of those negative consequences. And you know, you know you're going to experience all the positive outcomes. So that's cool too, right? Mhm. And then it makes that invisible visible. So that tension that's weighing on you, that tension that you feel um both positive tension and the negative tensions, you know, when you're over-focusing, but you know, it makes it visible when you can kind of map it out. And there's a process that we work with our, with healthcare leaders around doing that, really putting it and concretizing it, putting it down in black and white. This is what it is. And that makes that tension become visible because you know when you're, what you're experiencing, why you're experiencing. And, uh, and then, you know, what you need to do to, Make the changes, right? And last but not least, is it really increases our capacity for love and it brings us a sense of hope because of this sense of this, these are their principles that are just, you know, timeless. They're Mm -hmm. never going to go away. Polarities are always going to be there like gravity. And when we can open ourselves up in relationship and dialogue and understanding these tensions and how they're working on us and what we need to do to leverage them then we feel a lot of hope. We don't feel the tension is negative. We feel it as positive, and we can see that there's another way to look at these um, tensions that we're experiencing or these, these um, polarizing experiences that we're having. It gives us a brand new lens. It's like, I always like to think about it like those people that you know are colorblind and they put on the colorblind glasses and it's like, they're just burst into tears because they're seeing life for the first time through a whole new lens. And I think- That's what gets me excited about what we're doing and and how we're bringing this to the world and to healthcare leaders, why it's important.
1: Yeah, and you know, I was thinking listening to you Tracy that I think some of the magic that we're uncovering now, 24 months into the pandemic and working with these groups and cohorts of leaders is it's not just about learning it and seeing it through a new lens, but it's deepening the wisdom and understanding that yeah, this is always going to be here and you see a level of appreciation and um just that course correction that occurs individually and at a group level that I think is really amazing. Uh, It's that, and again, it's a competency, but it's, I just, I keep thinking about how as leaders and leadership development, we all go to take a course or we have programs, but this is different. Um, this really changes the way we think, we relate, how we are together in understanding uh, polarity intelligence as well.
0: So yeah. well, and how we communicate right with each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's the whole package because you can know something is a polarity but if you can't right. dialogue with somebody if you can't open yourself up in in a healthy relationship to hear that other perspective to honor that perspective, you know um, to let go of the fears that you have around you know what might happen. Um, if if there's more attention given to the opposite pole that you know that maybe you don't have as much a preference for like it's it's all about self-development and growth and evolution as well as evolution as a community all as, as a whole yes yeah,
1: as, yeah. as a community for sure yeah. Yeah. so we feel so blessed because we're working with leaders across the country to introduce them to polarity uh, intelligence as part of our dynamic balance uh, effect framework and um, there are four um, crux, or you know, major polarities that are critical. If you are going to be a thriving, resilient, stoppable leader, that you really are aware of, you're aware of them through the polarity lens, and that you actually have a strategy to um, to leverage them. So we're going to just walk through as part of this podcast what those four polarities are, share some insights and help all polarities work, and um, want you as our listeners or watchers on YouTube to think about how these apply to you right now, um, because like
0: they apply to all of us, doesn't doesn't matter who we are. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> and we, you know, we work with healthcare leaders on these, but to your point. Yeah. It's anybody, right? It's really anybody.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the first one is professional life and personal life. And this is a big one because work-life balance is such a huge issue for healthcare leaders right now. And so balancing these two aspects are really, really important. And polarity intelligence always teaches you that they coexist for. For a reason they're not an either or, you don't exist as a person with two separate lives, um, and the greater purpose is to have a thriving, high quality life, and um. That's why they coexist together. And it, it doesn't take a lot to think about, man, if I have the best in my professional life and the best in my personal life, I'm going to have an amazing life. So that's that's really uh, what drives us. And uh, we want the positive outcomes of any polarity of both poles. And so it's important to identify what those look like and, um, and that if we don't achieve those, if and then we won't achieve the greater purpose, and then we'll actually experience negative consequences, and ultimately we could realize our deeper fear. Um, so it's really important to understand, and the deeper fear of professional and personal life is having, you know, being burnt out and have a really poor quality life. So that's there's a lot at risk. There's a lot at risk here. So the positive aspects. Um, are important to kind of keep in front of us. You know, we know professionally we want to make a difference. As an example with this particular polarity, you know, we hear that all the time. People go into healthcare because they want to make a difference. People take leadership roles because they want to make a difference. And um, good relationships is really important as well. And, um, you know, there's a lot of different reasons our professional life is so important. And so is our personal life, you know, the quality of life at home, our family going home to get rejuvenated is really important and to have fun at, you know, to have fun doing hobbies you like and play that you like and me time that you like. So there's uh there's just, it's, that's how they all work. And we need to know how to leverage them and to help us do that. The key thing is taking action. If all of the polarities we're going to talk about is having a plan and a strategy for action. So we don't overfocus on one to the neglect of the other, and um, so that's really critical. And then we also can realize once we know how that looks like for us, then we can identify how am I going to know when I'm getting out of balance? What are my early warning signs going to be if I'm overfocused on one to the neglect of the other? And that's individual. There's some common uh, commonalities about that, but it's also very individual for for each person as well.
0: Yeah, that's that early warning system. Mm -hmm. You want to know, recognize in yourself what's going to (laughs) happen, what you're going to start to experience, right? Yes. So another one that's really key right now is caring for others and caring for self. And this one showing up Big time, all across the country with the leaders that we talk with and work with. And really, in managing this, it's it's really about having this kind of joyful, balanced life, right? Like you... As healthcare leaders, as just healthcare clinicians even, right, we're drawn to care for others. (laughs) So, you know, we highly value that. And um, so we're at risk uh, right out of the bat, right? Because that's a significant value for us and caring for our patients, caring for the people that we serve, um, our communities, you know, kind of puts us at risk to overfocus in that area. So we always want to be careful, but there's great benefit to caring for yourself because you can't care for others if you don't care for yourself. <laughs> That's why these are two interdependent pairs, right? Yep. Yep. And, um, and so, you know, when you're taking care of yourself, your needs are met right like you the we all have needs it's okay <laughs> it's okay to recognize that and to take care of them and then you're just aware of yourself and how you're being and a lot of people want to be their best self well you have to be aware of yourself to be your best self right have that awareness and i think too just um focusing on that and ha- giving attention to the things that make you your best self um you know is a part of this so that you can show up that way in all aspects of your life and then i think too when it comes to um you know, caring for others. And of course it's that, it's the, you know, it's just that feeling of satisfaction, I guess is what I want to say by making a contribution, right. Gives us a high level of satisfaction Is a big, a big benefit and outcome of focusing on others. The other is just kind of feeling that connection to others. Um, And, you know, I think too, just um, having that sense of purpose, right. And, um, and again, just that you're, you're, making a difference in the lives of other people that you are connected with. And we know, as Michelle mentioned, if we overfocus, or the action strategies we put in place to get these positive outcomes aren't effective, we're going to end up experiencing some of those negative consequences, right? And that's really the loss of the posit- of these positive outcomes. That's really what the negative consequences end up being, is just losing these positive outcomes that you're trying to get in the first place. <laughs> so we want to make sure that we have that early warning system in place to prevent that. And I think, you know, it really is just kind of stepping back and asking yourself, so what do I look like when my needs aren't met? <laughs> I said to Michelle's we were prepared this. Well, I get pretty darn crabby. I know that. And if if I can't tell you what I look like, my husband could tell you what I look like or what I feel like, right? And I mean, I think the same is true when you like don't feel connected to others. What does that feel like for you? Like, what do you say to yourself? What do you start noticing? You're experiencing. And it's really kind of just checking in with yourself around what does that look like for me when I'm not getting these needs matter these things aren't happening uh, in these areas. But this is a really significant one. Yeah, it's
1: huge. And the benefit of knowing yourself and what your early warning signs are, then it moves you to action again. Yeah. Exactly. Like I Tracy knows I have to have I have to have Michelle time Michelle days. Um, I just I do. I, it's like that's one of my things I have figured out. Like I can. I just know when I get to that point of how it feels and it doesn't have to be a long time. You know, it could be a trip to the spa. It could be a little, little hour walk in the park, but it's, it's one of my action steps. So yeah, well, another one that is really major is activity and rest. And activity and rest is so important to a healthy lifestyle and, um, you know, to really achieving that healthy, thriving lifestyle. And um, if you don't, you're going to be unhealthy and declining. And this has come up as a major uh, polarity for healthcare leaders um, just to, for stress management, is in the recognition how important this one is. Um, and of course, the positive with, um, Activity is just you feel better when you get up and you do your consistent exercise and you have your movements and it's fun. You can do enjoyable things, um, you know, to actively um, just moving, you know, is so important. And then from a resting perspective, um, it's so important to relax and to like just and I it just I know we just came off of the holidays not too long ago and just just that downtime was something that was just so important with some of the leaders we've been talking with. And it helps you gain a high energy level when you take that downtime and you just rest. And it helps you to refocus. Because uh, if you're going, going, going all the time, it's really hard to focus. So that's really important.
0: Yeah.
1: One of the big outcomes from that.
0: Yes. Rest. I know I can't focus if I'm not rested. <laughs> I'm not worth much. if <laughs> I don't have good rest, right? Right, right. Well, and the last one is productivity and relationships, not not least <laughs> certainly. And this is another one, right? A, a key thing right now, right? Everybody wanting to be productive, doing the most that they can, and yet being maintaining those relationships with others, because you know these two again are an interdependent pair. And when we look at that, it's about a thriving work environment that we want to end up with, right? Be as productive Mm -hmm. as we possibly can, getting the positive benefits of that, like getting the tasks done, having the team be focused on the outcomes, the priorities, leveraging strengths of the individuals, right? Really being able to use the strengths of the team members as needed to really bring that productivity up. And yet at the same time, relationships are critical and especially right now because there's a lot of stress. When there's a lot of stress and strain, relationships are at risk, right? And the more productive we need to be, the more tension on the relationships as well. And so, you know, what we want is to have relation, healthy relationships that we can support each other, have each other's back, right? Um have mutual respect, have safe containers for the environments we're working in. Those are all positive outcomes that we would strive to have as we're trying to develop and maintain these healthy relationships so that it enables us to be productive, not only individually, but collectively, right? To be our best, to perform at our optimal. Um, And again, if we don't do that, like if if we're not doing the things to maintain healthy relationships or achieve healthy relationships or don't have the systems and infrastructure in place that are working effectively to help us be productive, there'll be those negative consequences from that, right? It's, it's predictable. We know what's going to happen. And ultimately we can end up with an unhealthy work environment, which is what we do not want, right? So we'll end up with these negative consequences that ultimately will lead us into this, you know, vicious cycle um, down into a very unhealthy work environment, which means we don't have the best of either of these. Right. Right, we've got the negative consequences of both, so that's of course what we want to um, what we mm-hmm. want to avoid with that. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And I think you know it's just a good
1: reminder too is that you just never want to um, you just never want to completely let go of either one of the poles and any of these four polarities, right? So it's helpful to recognize which priorities are which polarities. Excuse me, are priorities for you? Where yeah. they're all important. None of them are not. Yes, important. they are. <laughs> well, they're all there. They're all working on you. Right? Yeah, but the, <clears> but <throat> there are some may maybe some you need to pay attention to now more than others, and just how do you prioritize that? And uh, just taking some kind of action is important. I know I always challenge myself. Okay, what little thing can I do for this polar the side of this pole if I'm over emphasizing another one for whatever reason? This is. Little actions, baby steps, continuing to make sure that you're you're experiencing or not losing the positive outcomes of a polarity. And thinking at it through, uh, again, a both and a simultaneous action strategy, thinking at it holistically through that color glasses lens that Tracy was talking
0: about. <laughs> <laughs> I love those glasses. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> and recognizing it's not 50-50. That is still a myth out there that we run into quite a bit is, you know, balance is a myth. Work-life balance is a myth. And it's just, you have to know it's how you look at it and how you manage it. And... Um, you know, when early warning signs, when they show up, you know, you can also lean into others. You can lean into relationships or your, your own strengths, but also lean into others to kind of help you through those times. That's really helpful as well.
0: Yeah, I think we just have to recognize back to your point about the 50-50 is this is dynamic. Yes. That's so why we call this the dynamic balance effect framework yeah. is to get dynamic balance. And dynamic balance means you got to be fluid. And, you know, as Michelle pointed Mm -hmm. out earlier, you can't let go of the action strategies that are going to help you get the positive outcomes, right? You've got to have positive outcomes occurring in both polls, but sometimes you got to, Give more attention to one area than the other. That's just what is going to happen. That's natural. But as long as you're doing something, taking some kind of action, then you're going to be able to maintain that other pull until you can give it more attention, you know? So it's all about that maintenance of being fluid and flexible where you need to be and knowing how to do that effectively. And I think, you know, people kind of know that, but they don't know how to do it effectively and they don't know when they're getting into danger. Exactly. You know, So that's why all of this, this whole thing becomes so important. And you know it really begins with asking yourself, so how am I looking at the tensions I'm experiencing? Am I looking at these as problems that I need to solve? Am I looking for an either or choice? Am I looking for 50-50, right? What 50% of this and 50% of that? or am i kind of starting to see that this is a dynamic that this is actually two interdependent pairs or a polarity that need each other that this is this is a relationship i have to honor and i have to leverage in my life between these values or points of views or perspectives and um you know i think just also step back and ask yourself which one of these resonated with you the most? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, maybe it was the productivity and relationship just based on your, where you're at right now. Maybe it's caring for others and caring for self or activity and rest. Um, you know, it could be your personal life and your professional life, but which one kind of struck you like, Oh, I think that's one that I am experiencing a lot of tension around, or I might not be managing very well. So just kind of Sink into that and think about it for yourself. It's a great time to just reflect on where you are. And then, you know, I think the other thing is just to know, you know, you know what they say. It's like kind of can't keep doing the same thing over (laughs) and over and over. You get the same result, right? (laughs) So true. So it's insanity, right? That's the definition of insanity. But yeah, we do it, right? So Mm -hmm. this polarity Mm -hmm. intelligence that we're sharing with you today is a way to break that cycle. Right. And to prevent that continuous loop, that vicious cycle of doing the same thing, getting the same result, trying to get that 50 50 balance when it's not going to be possible. But dynamic balance is possible. So, you know, that's another big piece of this. And then you want to avoid that deeper fear. Right. You want to avoid getting into that that place where you have failed. And so that's the one thing you don't want to do. And um, and it's preventable. Yeah. That's what I like about this. You don't have to fail. You don't have to have those experiences of those negative consequences if you don't want to. It's all about
1: prevention. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So true leaders. So we think about our episode last week. And if you didn't listen to that, go back and listen to Mindful Choices. Um, when we look at Mindful Choices, which is really all about uh, living, living, um, living, you know, living your values, being clear on your beliefs, just being really grounded. Um, on your identity, and we covered all that last week. But when you marry that to polarity intelligence, it really helps you live your life with intention every day. And that's what kind of bubbles up as a core outcome of the two of these together, mindful choices and polarity intelligence. And one of our uh, one of our coaching clients who learned how to leverage both of these pillars um, really stepped into living her life with much greater intention. And the first step was she began shifting her beliefs of what's even possible because we We talked last time about how limiting beliefs can keep you stuck with the stories you tell yourself, and um, she really got clear in her values and what matters most to her, and as a result of that, um, had some new career opportunities. She made a big change, and another thing related to this week that we're learning about Polarity Intelligence is putting a plan in place for action around activity and rest. And uh, this particular leader um, also had um, suffered an illness. So this was really important at this time that she learned how to take action steps for both. And she has made great progress and her health is completely different than it was uh, when we first started working with her. And then as she stepped into her new role, um, it was looking at the polarities that existed there as well, and um, very much so around uh, productivity and relationships and building new relationships while being productive in a whole new role as well. So it was you could get to see an action. you get to see the outcomes of people experiencing um, really having this clarity and uh, making different decisions and taking different
0: actions as a result of them. Yeah. It's very exciting. It is. Inspiring. Yeah. So, in closing, um you know, making mindful choices and then applying polarity intelligence. Um, you know, when you're doing this and you're not personally aligned, you're going to experience some Different outcomes. Okay, so when you're not personally aligned, you're going to still suffer from a lack of direction. You're going to feel stuck, um, like you're not on purpose. Um, you may not be clear on what matters most, and um, and so next week we're going to focus on the third pillar. In our dynamic balance effect, which is personal alignment. And we'll put this all together for you and help you to understand how all three of these together really help healthcare leaders become thriving, resilient, unstoppable, or true healthcare leaders. So thanks for joining us for another episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. And uh, share your takeaways from today. You know, you can put comments and Uh, You know, check us out on YouTube and enter your comments there or on the social media channels. You can Facebook or LinkedIn um, and, uh, you know, tag us, hashtag MissingLogic. And uh, we'd love to to see what insights you've had and any comments that you have. Yeah, we really appreciate that. Yeah. So until next time, take care, stay safe and healthy. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: you enjoyed this episode of healthcare's missing logic podcast now a top rated podcast for healthcare leaders please share this podcast with other healthcare leaders and anyone else you think would benefit we are certain that if you found value in it they will too if you haven't already done so please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes and also it would mean the world to us if you took a quick moment to leave a rating and review on apple Podcasts, stitcher or your favorite podcast player. It helps to get the word out about our podcast and incredible guests. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you wanna watch our podcasts. You can also follow us on our Missing Logic social media channels, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time.